frequency of heaven I want to be on the frequency of Christ I want to be Welcome to the Frequency of Heaven podcast. This is the first recording from Kansas City, Kansas. I'm in my backyard on the deck overlooking the woods. Now, I'm going to warn you, I, I want to do this outside. Even if there's some, the dogs are here, you might hear a bark. You can hear Shelby's music from her upstairs window if you listen really close, maybe. Um, but also, we've discovered... We love where we live, but I think we're close to a firehouse because we hear a lot of sirens, and so there's a lot of coming and going. But um, we're here. We're having a good time. We're enjoying life, and we feel blessed to be here. Stony Point Christian Church has been awesome. I got to hang out. They do the storehouse uh, food distribution every Wednesday. They feed uh, usually about 100 people, I think, come through. 100 vehicles come through. 100 families come through and they load them up and um, give them a blessing. And so I got to stand out there and help and talk and and uh, it's incredible. They've been doing some version of the storehouse, I guess, for 10 years. They've been faithfully serving the Lord. What an incredible testimony to uh, their hard work and their love for the community. So today's podcast, I want to talk about first Peter. 315. Now, this is a really well-known verse. I remember memorizing this in Bible college. I remember professors, especially in personal evangelism class, a very popular verse. It says, always revere Christ as Lord in your heart and always be prepared to give an answer for the hope that you have in Christ, but do it with gentleness and respect. And for me, when I was in Bible college, that verse and other verses got so deep into me. It's like, how can we know the way to heaven and salvation and not want to take our friends there? How can we not be, like Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5, the love of Christ is compelling us to share our faith. And so I don't do this every day, but I try to wake up and I try to... Pray for the Lord to give me words of knowledge and divine appointments. And I try to do that so that wherever I'm going, I'm always prepared. I'm living that verse. Like, Lord, give me a divine appointment today and give me special uh, key thoughts and, and just connection with whoever I meet that the the ice can be broken, walls can come down, I can invite them to church, I can tell them about you, I can smile, I can testify. I can pray for them, whatever it may be. And so, you know, like yesterday when the movers were here from Lowe's, I wanted to tip those guys good. And then I just put my arms around and said, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm new to the area, uh, new pastor at Stony Point Christian Church. I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> I didn't really ask them. I just, they, they moved our appliances in and uh, I gave them a nice big tip. And so I think that's part of the reason they just like, okay. <laughs> And they let me pray for them, bless them, and, you know, hopefully point them to Christ a little bit. But I wanted to tell you something really cool that happened. Right before we moved, I took three loads in our minivan. I mean, put the seats down, loaded the minivan full of stuff from our garage and house that we don't need anymore and couldn't go to Goodwill. And I took it to a landfill. I mean, we threw away so much stuff. We still have too much stuff. But one day, um, I prayed that prayer. 
Lord, give me divine appointments and words of knowledge so I can always be prepared to testify and, and for, about the hope that's alive in me, you know, that hope that Christ is in me and he saved me and he'll get me through every situation is so real. Peter in 1 Peter 1 talks about the living hope. It's a hope that is alive in Christ and it makes me alive. And so I, um, I prayed, Lord, give me divine appointments, words of knowledge. I, I woke up, I prayed that. Something really, really cool happened. I don't remember what day of the week this was, probably three weeks ago. But um, I was cleaning up the garage and I, I used to do flooring, right? I used to lay hardwood, carpet, vinyl, and lots of ceramic tile, um, custom ceramic tile showers. So when I worked for a flooring company part-time. Well, I had a bunch of carpet tack strip. I mean, almost a whole new box of it. And I wasn't going to throw this away. I don't want to take it to the landfill. But I felt like the Lord said, put it in the van. Well, I back up there and uh, I'm backed up to the big dumpster and there's like, I don't know, five, six dumpsters. Many people are coming and going. I don't know, 10 o'clock in the morning. Big, smelly landfill back behind us. I'm there at County Home Road in Cedar Rapids, or Marion, actually, dumping this stuff. Well, what happened was I saw this big van come in with a, you know, like, I don't know, a six by 14 uh, cargo trailer. And they backed that cargo trailer up and I noticed the guys, they were two spots away. Well, there wasn't a dumpster there, so they had to pull out. Then they came in, they backed in really close to me. You know, not too close, but right next to me. And so I'm just unloading my stuff in the van, and I noticed a couple guys working, and and I kind of looked like they might be contractors. So I just grabbed that um, box of tax strip for carpet, and I thought, you know, I was getting ready to throw it into that dumpster. Like, you know, I'm just going to ask. I mean, it doesn't hurt to ask. You guys, you guys don't do carpet, do you? And right when I said that, I looked up and I looked. That's what they were. They were, they were floor floor guys. And there was a whole row in the side of their van where they already had boxes of the exact thing I was holding, tax strip. And these guys installed floor and they had just done a remodel on one side of their trailer was all the trash from the remodel and their tools and equipment were in there. So I was just blown away. Like, like, wow. Then he's like, yeah, I'll take a big box of free, hardly used tax strip. And so he put that there in his van. And then I, I just said the phrase, well, I felt like the Lord wanted me to bring that today. <laughs> and then I didn't really say anything. We kept going. And then he... Uh, said something and then I don't even remember how it happened but a spiritual conversation started and it was really cool and, and uh, now he had his helper there with him and I kind of got the feeling like this boss man of this flooring company uh, that I, I felt like he was probably a Christian way he was talking but his helper that was with him you know whenever I was kind of talking about the Lord and of course I was smiling ear to ear just happy in Jesus I kind of freak people out sometimes probably but he was kind of just shy and staying off to the side and didn't really get in on the conversation. So I was like, you know, this might be a real chance to, to witness and testify to this man's uh, sidekick who helps him install floor here. So I just said, hey, before you guys take off, can I pray for you? And the, the boss man said, yeah, sure. And so and I said, well, you come over here, too. And so his helper came over and and it was so cool because, you know, 
uh, some of you know that our church went up on top of Mount Trashmore there in Cedar Rapids uh, this summer in July, and we prayed over the city. And of course, if you know the story, Mount Trashmore, it was a landfill, big, huge heap. It's like a little mountain now of Cedar Rapids trash from the last, whatever, 50 years. But it has decomposed and, you know, it has gotten to the place where they actually turned it into, there's an observation deck with trails and it's a city park now because it's been there long enough and uh, the smell is mostly gone and different things. And so we went on top of old Mount Trashmore to the observation deck and prayed over the whole city. And one of the intercessors said, you know, I call this Mount Redemption. It's all the garbage and trash in, from people's homes and their lives. And they brought it here. But over time, now it's this beautiful park and you can see the whole city. It's just kind of cool. It's like the way God does our sinful, broken, messed up lives. And so as we were there at the other landfill on County Home Road, I told this gentleman, this floor guy and his helper about Mount Redemption and how our church went up there and prayed and how just this story that I just told you. And it was so exciting. It was so cool to get to share with them. And then that guy's, the, that, the boss man, his eyes lit up. He's like, yeah. That's exactly what God did to me. He took this beat up old sinner and he found me and he loved me and he saved me. And now he's making good things in my life. He's redeemed me. And then I didn't do anything fancy at that point. I just prayed because I, the whole time I kept feeling this is really a moment for this, this helper to hear the gospel, to see there's other Christians out there other than his boss, to give his boss a chance to testify in front of him and also to help release more boldness for personal evangelism. So it was awesome. You know, I woke up, I prayed, Lord, give me divine appointments, give me words of knowledge. And I think that those people got blessed. And I'll tell you, when you, when the Lord, the love of God flows through you like that, to another person, it, it excites you. You know, people are living for, uh, trying to find their purpose, trying to find meaning. But you know, if you know Jesus, you know your purpose. Your purpose is to know him, to ask for divine appointments, and to, to look for ways you can testify and encourage people, always being prepared to give a reason for the hope that you have. So you can pray this prayer. I'm going to pray it with you right now. This is a shorter podcast today, but I'm going to pray this prayer with you and uh, just open your eyes and look. There's people all around that you can start a religious conversation with. You can mention something about, oh, you know, we were doing this or that at church uh, the other day and see how they respond and then bring Christ into it, bring church into it, see where it goes, knock on a door. If the door shuts, move on. But man, if the the door starts to open, this world needs more Jesus. This world needs more compassion. This world needs salvation through Christ alone. So Lord, right now, I pray for every listener. I pray for myself again. Lord, even the day's not over yet. Would you give me divine appointments and words of knowledge that I could hear those divine whispers? Hey, keep the tax strip. Don't take it to the dump. And, and then boom, there's someone to give it to. The ice is broken. God, I just thank you for that. Show us how to wake up every day on the frequency of heaven 
you already have told us to go and make disciples of all nations. It's not rocket science. We know you want this. Give us the compassion. Give us the love. Give us the boldness. And it says to do it in gentleness and respectful. So, Lord, we just pray for every lost soul we're going to encounter the rest of this week, that we could be a light, that we could be salt. And let's not be afraid. Lord, your word says, if we're ashamed of you, you'll be ashamed of us. But the ones who acknowledge you, you will acknowledge before your Father in heaven. So, Christ, give us the courage to be those who don't back down. <laughs> in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you. Have an awesome, awesome weekend. Really, it's a weekend this year. It's Friday. I want to be on the frequency of Christ. I